Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Studio 54 Zeit Club. Uh, that is a uh, Johnny Davis short show title from his suite of 1900s trends. Studio 54 uh, was a, a big deal in the 70s, I think, based on all the articles that have been written about it. I think, I think it was like the one place where cocaine was legal. <laughs> like it seemed like everybody... <laughs> Uh, was just doing drugs, and all the famous people were there. And I am Jack, and that over there, well, that is <laughs> super producer Trisha Mukherjee. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are Hi, you doing? Jack. Hi, I'm Trisha. I'm doing great. Hello, How are you? Trisha. I'm doing good. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for joining. You were on an episode before, uh, but this is your first time just going head to head. All right. Uh, well, lucky for you, the big trending thing as of this recording is Kevin Durant. Uh, <laughs> are you an NBA fan uh, at all? No. <laughs> no. Okay. So Kevin Durant is one of the best players in the history of basketball. He is a seven foot guard, basically. He can like uh, shoot from anywhere on the court and he is seven feet tall and he is also cool. Anyways, mm. I love him. He's probably the player I am most rooting for right now because I'm an NBA fan who like mainly roots against the haters, and there's a lot of haters against him these days. And he uh, went to the your Brooklyn Nets, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you you live in that area, close um, enough, yeah, close enough. <laughs> uh, formerly the New Jersey Nets, which I do think okay. is closer to your origins. Um, yes. And it didn't work out. It didn't work out so good. Because um, mm. he teamed up with Kyrie Irving, who sat out a bunch of time. 
Um, James Harden, he teamed up with James Harden, who demanded a trade halfway through the season. So um, he has demanded a trade, which anytime like one of the five best players in the league is up for grabs, it gets exciting in uh, the world of the NBA. And another interesting, like kind of contextual thing uh, for me as an NBA fan is that this was like, we, we are in a new uh, era of NBA misinformation where Mm -hmm. like there are three main people who like report news, like report, like there's, there's Woj uh, who like gives people Woj bombs, which is like the big, piece of information that he knows before anybody else and you know it's going to be accurate because he mm-hmm. uh, is always right and then there's shams and then there's one other guy and they've started getting things wrong for the first time like uh, ahead of the draft yeah. they were like wrong about stuff and so my mm-hmm. theory is that like the stakes got too high and much as the CIA did like at the beginning of the Cold War like started investing in counterintelligence where they would oh, like man. seed misinformation with the other side. And so I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm curious if, if we're going to see more and more misinformation. They didn't have the first draft uh, pick in the latest NBA draft wrong. Mm. I do mm-hmm. think they seem to be in agreement that Katie is asking for a trade and the Nets are honoring his wishes. So now it's a matter of where he goes. Supposedly the two, Teams that people seem to agree on are the Suns, the Phoenix Suns, the Miami Heat. Um, mm. And then some people are saying that my Philadelphia 76ers are also in the mix. I have not seen that be reported from a reliable source. Okay, good. They're just trying to trick you. <laughs> They're trying to trick me into having hope. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So... Anyways, this is a story that I will be following closely um, Mm. because I I just want to see KD get on the right team and put put all the haters to sleep, personally. Well, that sounds fascinating, Jack. Thank you for (laughs) enlightening me. (laughs) Now you know. About basketball. Yeah. There you go. Um, Now I know how to look out for the misinformation. There you go. And be on my guard. That's right. Joe Biden. Uh, so this is a, speaking of misinformation. I think that's what this story is. There's like, so he he has indicated repeatedly, like he has every in, uh, intention to run again in 2024. Um, and then uh, Kamala Harris in her CNN interview was like, he will be running, and I will be mm-hmm. his running mate. And then like, <laughs> there was this moment where she like came to the back of uh, Air Force Two and was like, hey, so um, could I actually revise that statement so if <laughs> he intends to run? And so the weirdness of her coming back and personally like softening the statement, I think made everybody think, okay, that must mean that he's not actually planning or he's less certain mm. that he's going to run. I'm sure the moment she said it, she just realized, oh, no, this would be a terrible idea. We got to fix this before it goes out of hand. In the realm of most stressful people to watch talk and like regret their word choice in real time, like that, that is truly a powerhouse ticket. Like watching Biden and Harris talk and like be like kind of like trying to figure out how they're going to end a sentence and like it's 
you know, yeah. you, you don't know how they're going to land the plane. And oftentimes they don't. And right. um, like they, they are. Yeah. I, I yeah. have much more faith that, um, that she misspoke than I do that uh, they're actually going to do the right thing and not run. It seems to be specifically like that there are trigger words that set off requirements for Biden to establish a formal campaign with the Federal Election Commission. So saying Joe Biden is running for re-election and I will be his ticket mate full stop seems to indicate that they need to then like file. And so I think what she came back was just like, Hey, I, I didn't actually say that. Like you actually misheard me and uh, your recording equipment is broken. It's and- broken, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess given the fact that they're just trained to make promises and declarations that they never follow through on, like it's really something to hear right. go back and say, like, actually, right. never mind. <laughs> oh, and never mind on uh, any of the stuff that we said during the previous election. Is it too late yeah. for us to go back and <laughs> do that? <laughs> right. My big thing, the thing that makes me wonder if we will see them not run or not be the only option for people who don't want to vote for fascism is that I do think it's looking less likely that he'll be like the mainstream Republican pick. I also Mm. don't think he will then just decide not to run. Um, And so if that ticket is split up, then I Mm -hmm. feel like the, the Democrats might. I don't know. They'll probably still run Biden and Harris, but then maybe a a fourth party candidate comes in and makes things mm. interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I guess it would just be such a shame if the same thing that happened in 2020 happened again, where Biden just takes this front and center stage and then no one has any option but to right. vote for him for fear yeah. of something worse. But like no one wants him to be there. I I wish he'd understand like this is not his time. Right. Yeah. It's not. He's already gotten it once. <laughs> yeah. Stand back. You had little. your time. I also yeah. feel like there's a thing where I, I think it's more and more like when you look at the approval ratings of every president, it mm-hmm. seems like we are in a new era where nobody likes the president and like nobody's happy with the job the president is doing. Uh, mm-hmm. Granted, that's probably because they never do anything because they structurally like can't really do anything anymore other than like kind of be a uh, ideological figurehead but the like low approval ratings the fact that like you know we we did have you know uh w win re-election and obama win re-election but those were like incredibly close things for mm-hmm. presidents who uh during their first terms like started with incredibly high approval ratings w after right. 9-11 was like you know one of the most popular presidents in modern history um Mm -hmm. and then you know for very good reason he became much less popular but i just i wonder if we're entering a new era where like not running the incumbent candidate like where that accepted wisdom that like you got to run the incumbent being an incumbent is Mm -hmm. the best like thing that you could possibly have uh is actually not not the case anymore because i do think people hate the president now more than ever yeah (laughs) Exactly. So another loose theory, uh, another mm-hmm. reason why they should think about maybe walking it all the way back and yeah. all the way back to we're not going to run at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Katanji Brown-Jackson, uh, who has been sworn in. Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com tdz all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And yeah, Katanji Brown Jackson. 
sworn in. Yay! Is on so, the Supreme Court. That is so exciting. It's just with everything recently with the Supreme Court, this is just a victory and a very big victory, I would say, despite the fact that the rest of the world around it is pretty fucked up right now. I saw the pictures of her being sworn in and um, she looks so happy. She was smiling the whole time. And yeah, I mean, um, it says that it's taken 232 years and 115 prior appointments for a black woman to be selected to serve on the Supreme Court of the U.S. So this is a victory that we can actually celebrate after a long yeah. time. It is a victory we can celebrate. And uh, it's nice that one ninth of the Supreme Court was not part of the Supreme Court that just like demolished yeah. the country. Right. Not that there's anything she could have done necessarily to stop mm-hmm. it, but mm-hmm. at least one little little ember of hope. So um, also speaking about the Supreme Court, they did one good thing, which is that they ended the Trump era remain in Mexico policy, which essentially made people who are trying to come to the U.S. from Central and South America wait in Mexico while their immigration cases were being processed. And this was a terrible, terrible policy for many reasons. Um, One was that people who had no affiliation with Mexico, no prior connection, just had to wait at the border for an undefined period of time as they were just waiting for like our very slow bureaucratic immigration system to even tell them anything. Um, And so people are living in very dire conditions. So now that that policy is being rolled back, again, it's a small victory in a really big uphill battle for immigration activists. But at least now people can come in the U.S. and don't have to just wait along the border in pretty bad conditions. Not that it's necessarily that they'll have a much easier time in the U.S. um, because despite Trump being out of office, ICE is still very active and kind of making the lives of immigrants hard. But yeah, it's just one step. Right. I mean, and we talk about the ruling in favor of air pollution on tomorrow's episode. But yeah, this this does seem like a uh, another glimmer of light in the inky blackness of space that has been the recent news cycle. This is a sad day for would have been a sad day for me in my 20s. Also, I'll say that (laughs) because it looks like they are bringing an end to the dollar slice pizza in New York. Um, I lived off of pizza for my entire 20s when I lived in New York. Uh, I I think I put the percent of calories I currently consume being peanut based at like 40% on <laughs> today's episode. I would say percent of calories I consumed in my 20s was 80% pizza based. Yeah. For the entire time that I lived in New York City because it was cheap. Yeah. And I was well, poor Jack, as fuck. <laughs> I'm currently in my 20s and living in New York City and I would say 80% of my calorie intake is probably pizza based as well. And specifically dollar pizza and in fact, it's been increasing because groceries and like vegetables and fruits and anything else is so expensive. It's just impossible to buy. So I've been eating even more dollar pizza. And now dollar pizza has not become dollar right. pizza anymore. It's one fifty. Um buck fifty just, pizza. Yeah. Yeah. It's it doesn't just roll off the tongue like dollar pizza. But no. I came back from abroad and suddenly all the stores selling it for 150 
I asked one of the dollar slice pizza guys, can you just sell a smaller slice for a dollar <laughs> to maintain get a half for <laughs> 75 cents? Yeah. yeah, to maintain this institution. And he said no one will buy it. So I think, especially in New York, like there's a lot of immigrants, um, a lot of Bengali and Bangladeshi people who work at these stores. And I think the inflation is hitting them really hard. So if you're in New York, go buy some dollar fifty slice pizza. Yeah. Cinema and Mansion are trending. Both Mansion and Cinema's position on preserving the filibuster hasn't changed in light of uh, the Dobbs ruling or Biden calling for Congress to eliminate it in order to codify Roe v. Wade. Uh, their spokespeople tell me uh, I actually just copy and pasted that from a news article. They didn't. <laughs> I didn't reach out to their spokespeople for a comment, but uh, they told whoever wrote that news article. But let, let's make them vote on it. You know, fuck them. Mm. Like it's unbelievable. Like it, it's yeah. I I don't know. Like they because they said like well they they lied like they said you know they they're like they broke the rules they're not allowed to but then they won't use the rules to uh, overturn it because they're not acting on behalf of the people that they represent. They're acting on behalf of corporate interests and conservatives. Yeah, it's just so incredibly frustrating that two people can take so much away from so many people, especially people that they're namely representing. Yeah. Um, And finally, just a little daily piece of evidence that we should eat the ultra wealthy and it would be the best thing possible for them is something called Hampton's bladder. So Gawker is reporting on this, that um, ultra wealthy New Yorkers are getting bladder surgery and Botox to avoid having to pee on the drive up to the Hamptons, which it's causing them to be like mad at each other because they like carpool and they won't stop for each other. If one of them has to pee, (laughs) it's just like a level of boredom that is like pathological. And so I don't know, their world is just so small and sad. And, uh, it like, wouldn't it be the best thing for them? If suddenly the state of New York just made it legal to hunt them, like, wouldn't they like suddenly they would be like, Oh my God, this is so exciting. And would (laughs) forget about Hampton's bladder. Like they, at some level, they have to be among the most miserable humans who have ever existed. Yeah. 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 This is absolutely, I don't know. I'm just shocked. There's a quote that says, I can't tell you how many arguments I personally get into. I've lost three friends because I'm the driver and refuse to stop for them. Said one Hampton's bladder survivor. What is a bladder survivor? If you've elected to get surgery. Yeah. But. (laughs) But it's so real. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, that when people ask the question, like, what would you do if you had fuck you money? And these people are like, I would get bladder surgery so yeah. I don't have to stop at the bathroom. Yeah. In the US, it's like, no, oh, there's nothing to do other than just like hang out with other people who have fuck you money and be yeah. the most boring, limited person because what you are doing by having that much money is immoral and you are like just finding ways to just only hang around other people who have the same weird problems as you um so yeah. that you can yeah i wish them luck i guess and seamless drives to the hamptons and yeah. hope that they do something good with their money yeah they move on to uh something else yeah bladder botox which decreases urinary frequency for women 
and then the other one, uh, prostate artery embolization involves inserting a small scope through the urethra and using a special needle to inject the drug. Uh, that is what they are doing to get more seamless drives to the Hamptons. Oh, that sounds terrible. Who would like go through that by choice instead of literally just pulling over? There's so many places to pee. Like, (laughs) also, you you you're having to because like the the point that this article makes is that one party never having to pee actually causes issues because other parties do have to pee. So it's almost like a flex where you're like being like, "No, we're not pulling over." You can mm. piss my you know warmed seats back there uh i will not pull over and then i will tell everybody the story about how you uh soiled yourself because i'm impervious mm. to the urge to go to the bathroom um oh my gosh <laughs> yeah anyways uh cool society that we have yeah. here glad we're in good company yes <laughs> uh well <laughs> trisha truly a pleasure having you on this trending episode where can people find you follow you all that good stuff uh so i am actually not on social media i have God decided damn. to take care of my <laughs> mental that health so smart but i have made some podcasts that you can go and listen yeah. to um if you search people place power in spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts you can listen to my show which is about activism around the world and how people are creating change in their own communities it's really like the people we have uh in the white house right now yeah yeah and yeah it's really good everybody should go check it out all right you can find me on twitter at jack underscore o'brien uh we are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves uh get the vaccine get the booster if if you can um, also, go to podvoices.help uh, to find out what you can do to help people affected by the overturning of Roe by the Supreme Court. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And uh, we will talk to you all tomorrow. All right. Bye. Bye. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.